Hustle Podcast. It's Caleb Westra along with CJ Hester, John Hope, and Logan Smith. Tonight we're talking about transfer quarterbacks that are – or not quarterbacks, but transfer players that are in the portal that have not chosen the team yet. Why I say quarterbacks is because JT Daniels will be one of those. We'll talk about him later. We're also going to talk about local news, what's happening with some of the local kids around football. We're going to go into that, and then we're going to go into our dark horses, early teams that could be under the radar that you just would not think to be a contender at the end of the year. Anything I'm missing, guys? Um, you going to touch on the NFL draft. And Heisman. Oh, Heisman we odds. are going to talk about the NFL draft. And Heisman odds are under the radar. And Heisman right? odds. I'm missing a lot. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, let's kick it off. Oh, I forgot guy was in. I'm on my podcast right now. Shout out to, to Sarah Scott for taking me home from work. <laughs> she just asked me who the hell I'm talking to. You just talking to yourself about football? Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. I said I'm just talking we about do football that myself. All right, let's let's start it off. Who wants to start off their transfers? Top transfers available. Go ahead, Caleb. Go ahead, CJ. Me? All right, I'm go first. ahead. Um, I want to talk about a quarterback who didn't quite get to see the field that much because of injury. T. Piggy, Tyrell Pigram out of Maryland, is in the transfer portal in 24-7 sports. I looked all day, and they do not know where he's going. He's a local kid from Maryland. Um, I think he would fit good at uh, Rutgers, transfer inside the Big Ten, be a big pickup for um, Graciano. But other than that, I could not find anything. Um, he played three games last year, got injured. Then Josh Jackson out of Ann Arbor, Celine took over, and the rest was history for Maryland. But I think uh, T. Piggy deserves a chance somewhere, and we'll see where he ends up as a quarterback. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm going right. to go with uh, the big – QB transfer out of USC, JT Daniels. Uh, when I was reading today, 24-7 sports had LSU, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Tennessee, and Notre Dame as his top landing spots. His stats are 241 uh, completions to 397 attempts, rounds out to 60% overall. He's thrown for over 2,800 yards in his career, 15 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Big five-star prospect, even after he reclassified and came in a year early. Uh, he put up solid numbers, like said, as a freshman. He looked poised to thrive last year before injury gave the job to Keaton Slovis. With um, an offense he'd really fit in is more of a pro style. Uh, I know he's really close with the volunteers assistant at Tennessee, T. Martin. So that might be a huge landing spot for him. Um, I know he wants to really be somewhere where he can play right away and get drafted next year and not even worry about a uh, quarterback battle. But out of those teams, I think the the main four are probably LSU, Washington, Florida State, or Tennessee because I really don't see any quarterback battle at one of those four schools. The, the thing with Michigan that I was kind of researching today and I read the Mason Brew podcast I listened to, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I did too. Is that – is that they were saying it wasn't so much them worrying about um, Dylan McCaffrey 
or Joe Milton, but they were worried that if he comes in, if JT Daniels comes into Michigan, that J.J. McCarthy, who is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the nation coming into his class, would say, I'm not coming. And that is something I would not want to risk if, if you're Jim Harbaugh, especially because you need somebody to come save your program. And if you can have this kid for at least two to three years, then that would be, you know, something you well, could count on. Well, I listened to that podcast too today, um, but they were they were still saying, yeah, it, it'd probably peeve off Dylan McCaffrey and Joe Milton because they've been waiting for two years. They it should be down to them to to get that starting job. And if I'm a Michigan yeah. fan, would I rather have JT Daniels for one year or Joe Milton and Dylan McCaffrey for two? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nothing's a guarantee. I mean, look at the two quarterbacks under hardball that are transfers. We're looking at Jake Rudock, and we're looking at Shea Patterson. It's night and day different. Shea Patterson did all right when it came down to it. Rudock had the better season. They fell short of the playoffs because of a field goal at Iowa, which kind of killed their chances um, of going to the playoffs that year and kind of deflated the sales of the Michigan Wolverines. So, you know, you gamble when you get a transfer. Will he fit the system? I think he would fit better under Pep Hamilton. Pep's no longer there. We got Josh Gaddis. These two quarterbacks know the system, and I think they'll roll. So, sorry to to go into depth. CJ and John, do you have anything about JT Daniels? Uh, I'm with you guys. Being a Michigan fan, um, I don't think we need him, especially if that would scale off JJ, which I think he's – the, would probably be the savior of Michigan, I think, and take us to the promised land over at Ohio State. So, um, like, I agree with you guys. I don't think there's no room for JT on Michigan's roster. And same thing. That's why I I, I excluded Notre Dame and Michigan because he's not out. He's not taking Ian Book's seat, and there's no way he's transferring to South Bend if he wants to start right away. John, you got any transfers? Yeah. I got nothing on JT Slovis, but uh, I got a boy at a Penn State, Ricky Slade, running back. He's a former five-star. He's going to have to sit out a year after he transfers, but it, the the room there is a little too crowded for running backs. So they were doing a, a by committees of sort last year. Still managed to put up decent numbers for the time he had, but it, it he didn't get nearly enough carries to, to show off his potential. So, right. And I've been looking where he could go, and I, I don't see – any options online? Uh, he's from Virginia, but maybe he could go to one of the Virginia schools, or maybe like Cincinnati. I, I, Cincinnati would yeah. go fit. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, yeah, that'd be way cool. Pittsburgh, somebody in the area. I, I can honestly see him going SEC. Ooh, like a Kentucky or a Tennessee type. Right, right. Something lower, and I can maybe even Florida. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. was a big time recruit. I remember when Penn State got him. Yeah. Yeah, he's still five star. I think he's like twenty seventh position, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's but yeah, that that's my boy for the year. I think he's gonna do well uh, in twenty twenty one. And uh, a couple guys I got is Jaron Williams, the quarterback from Miami, who had a hot start last year, but ended up going four and six last year, throwing about two thousand yards, nineteen touchdowns, seven picks. And I was looking around to see what they were saying he could go, and didn't really see much. He hasn't been on social media much. So I went back and looked, and he actually committed to Kentucky before he committed to Miami. So I'm thinking maybe he can go back to Kentucky. I know cornerbacks might be a little tight there, 
And I was also thinking maybe Missouri. Oh, yeah. After Kelly, Kelly Bryant is gone. So they might be looking for another quarterback to step in and play right away. Um, I kind of looked up into Jerry Williams and a, two other schools that kind of interested me that they were talking about would be Washington because they have no QB of the future. I just see that. Or they even said it'd kind of be like a flip-flop thing. Since De'Eric King came into Houston, he goes to Houston. Yep. That'd be awesome. And, and another one I saw was um, Tariq Black, wide receiver, former Michigan. Um, I think it's pretty much a lock that he's going to go to BC, Boston College, closer to home. But I know Texas is steadily calling him, staying in contact, trying to get him. So I think it's between those two schools, but I see him going to BC. Well, and if he goes to BC, he already has a great four, high four star quarterback to throw that has thrown to him, Phil Jerkovic oh, from there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, sorry about that, guys. It just so came those are too much. Oh, no wonder it's so, no those wonder are it's so quiet. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like them. I like them. So, next up, uh, we got any local news around Caleb. here? Big Ten. I know Caleb. Well, I, Fort Wayne. I have somebody uh, close to my heart. Um, I, as you guys may know, I uh, worked at Snyder High School for the last two years, and that's where I get a lot of my news. Um, Snyder, of course, a breeding ground for football. Um, defensive end switched to linebacker. Bam Scott um, went to Dodge City, who is one of the opponents in Last Chance U. They're in that circuit. It's a JUCO school. Um, kids' grades weren't good enough, but he worked his butt off to get to JUCO. Worked his butt off, got good grades there. I'm so proud of him. But now the best news of all is Bam Scott is going – to South Carolina to play linebacker. He'll be an immediate impact. He had NFL size in high school, just needed a a little things to work on before he could make it to D1, and now he's ready. So watch out for Bam Scott, uh, or I should say Tavarius Scott, but they call him Bam because, you know, he he lowers that shoulder, and, and that's the sign that makes when he's hitting the opposing quarterback. Yeah, I was kind of looking around at the QB competitions in the country, and I'm really interested in the Kentucky competition. You got Joey Gatewood transferring in from Auburn, but you also have Terry Wilson returning from injury. And I just kind of want to ask you guys, who would you want starting at home if you were a Kentucky fan? That's tough right That's there. what I was saying. I'm like, I think hey, with no spring practice, it's very tough. We're probably only going to have fall camp. Right. And I think you just have to go with the guy who has a playbook right. better, probably. Right. And has more chemistry. So, my question guy. is, do you try to see – I don't I don't know if Jaylee Gatewood already redshirted or maybe you see if he's maybe next year's quarterback. Um. That's Maybe, yeah, question. just keep them, let them learn the playbook. and Kind of like a retro ear and come back yeah. next year with the book under him. Yeah, that might be the best option for them. John, you got anything? Uh, Nothing in football news, but I got uh, Notre Dame coach, women's coach, Muffy McGraw, retiring today. Oh, yep. That's big news. Shout out. That's shout out. News. 
Mm-hmm. What was that? What, like eight Final Fours? Nine, nine Final Fours, five runner-ups, two titles. Uh, yeah, a legend. They had a bad got, year last year, though. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, they I got, they one, I got one thing. And I think it was me and you, John. We were making fun of Purdue last week, not knowing who their quarterback was. Right. Um, They just got a chance to quarterback from UCLA. Um, Austin Burton. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a three-star coming out. He registered, so he's had three years, two years at Purdue. Can play right away. Um, has he appeared in six games, forty-four completions, one touchdown. So not much, but he said he's very excited about going to Purdue, knowing that there's an open quarterback competition. Right. So he's gonna have a high percentage of playing at Purdue this upcoming season. Nice. Are we going into Heisman talk right now? Let's go to Heisman talks. All right. As you guys know. Leading the field so far is Justin Fields at seven and two, oh, yeah. and Trevor Lawrence at four and one. So besides them, who's a dark horse to win Heisman this year? I'll start it oh, off, and I'll I'll go with the team that I had as a dark horse to make the playoffs. I'm going with Tal Trask leading the Florida Gators. When I look at this schedule, wow. his non cons his non con schedule is. Games against Eastern Kentucky, South Alabama, and New Mexico State. Those are games he should put up 300 to 400 plus yards in each one of those games. And then his only games on the road in the SEC are at Tennessee, at Ole Miss, and at Vandy, where, again, he could put up huge numbers. And then all he has to do is play decent against Georgia LSU, maybe lead them to one of those wins. They're top 10. And the running for college football playoff, boom, he's top four in the Heisman. <laughs> that that'd be awesome. He he, he, like he kind of reminds me of what Joe Burrow was last year. People weren't really talking about him, but he was on a team that has a lot of production around him, and they could be a dark horse. And you- I I got a guy at UCLA, Darian Thomas. He was a high high recruit coming out, five star, maybe top ten position out of everybody in the country. Uh, third year under Chip Kelly's offense, which is huge. Uh, so I think he'd be able to use his legs a lot more. He only had about 200 yards rushing last year. I think he would easily double that this year. And like you were saying about your guys' schedule, um, UCLA has New Mexico State, Hawaii, and San Diego State their first three games. So I think he would put major numbers. It only has away games against Arizona State, Colorado, and Oregon State. So he gets USC, Washington State, Utah, all tough teams in the in the pack at home. So I think he put up major numbers this year, and I think he could come out of nowhere. He's at about a hundred to one odds right now. I've seen on the highest odds. 100. So I like I, I take my chances with him. He had twenty one touchdowns last year, so I think he can get mid thirties this year and the third. Right, and if he Kelly. if he can put up the numbers, and if UCLA can kind of be a dark horse in the Pac-12 and maybe make it to the championship, you'd almost have to consider him. Exactly, exactly. John? Uh, I have another player from uh, – what the heck's the school? Clemson. Sorry, I'm playing two here right now. <laughs> My mind's in two places. But, yeah, Travis ATN. Instead of yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I, I thought about that one too. I did like that. We, thought, we saw it last year where Trevor didn't put up the exact uh, same year. He yeah, had it was almost 
And if and they're they're most likely going to win every game. Yep. And it's going to come down to who's winning them the games. And I think yeah, it's and it was be al- it was almost like they were like run that. first, like you were saying. They just needed right. Trevor to cut. Yeah, they're kind of play just like, hey, manage the game. If, like, you don't really necessarily need to go off. We mm-hmm. got ETN running for over 100 yards a game. Exactly. And I think if he pulls off two touchdowns oh, yeah. a game, he could do yeah, it. Yeah, I like that pick. And, yeah, and if they're, if they're up 45 to 14 in a lot of games that they like they usually are, they're definitely going to be running the ball off. Yeah. Right. All right, Caleb, who's your dark horse height? Is he still? Is he there? Did it kick him back out? He's gone. No, he's in. He might. We go. All right, let's go to what is it? The draft? Talking about the draft tomorrow? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I'll go first just because. Yeah, the Bears don't have a first round pick because we we gave them all the way to Khalil Mack, which was worth it. But. The Bears, I was looking at their needs. They need cornerback, offensive line, and wide receiver, or any type of receiver since they gave away Trey Burton and he went to the Colts. Um, I kind of was hoping maybe like a Christian Fulton from LSU. That would be a good corner to have. SC. Um, yeah, I was looking at Cole Komet. That's who they have us taking right now, tight end out of Notre Dame. But a dark horse I was looking at if he slips to the second round would be uh, Cesar Ruiz. I mean, maybe we could put him at center, or or maybe Harry Hines stand. He was a he's a brilliant mind as an offensive line coach. Maybe he could get him playing guard. But any one of those three guys would be perfect. <clears throat> what do you guys got? John, go ahead. I have. I'm a Colts fan, and the defense is set. The offensive line is set. I love our running back. We got Philip Rivers. That's okay, you know. Sidearm throwing Phillip. But only thing we really need, wide receiver. And I got Chase Claypool in the early second or, round. Or, or what up. about like a T. Higgins from Clemson? Right. Yeah. There's so many options out there, but I I, I think Chase could easily fall and, to us. And he can play special teams. He can tackle real well. Yep. You could put him almost at the tight end, too. He could do a lot, yeah, of, yeah, he could do a lot of them. 6'4", 240. Yeah. And he's faster than people oh, thought. Yeah. He had a great combine. Ran about a yeah, four, four fast two. for how big he is. Yeah. All right, CJ, who you got? So since I'm a Lions fan, and we're taking the tight end pick, but later, later in the rounds, I would love because you don't get this a lot when people come out and say, "I would love to play for the Lions." I think they have to take <laughs> that guy that says that. <laughs> no, Donovan Peoples Jones. From Detroit, went to Michigan, said he would love to play for his hometown team. And I think, I think he just said think, that because his mom wants him to. Hey, but I think he could fit in great in the slot with Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he'd right, be there right. in the third round. And that would just be a nice, another nice option. He could play special teams. So I think he'd be a nice fit. And another thing I would like to happen but won't happen. Um, we had the third pick. I would love if the Lions did yeah. pick two up. Wait, you don't I want Jeff Okuda? I think he's ready to play. I would love, yeah, but I would love to take two uh, sitting right, behind right. Matthew Stafford and play that game. Stafford's gonna retire. If not, if not, I'm all down for the DB from Ohio State. I'm all down for that. 
I just don't trade back. That's all I don't want to happen. Just don't trade back. Let's just take the best player. Yeah, I agree with that. Unless it's something they're giving you guys something you can't Can't. pass up on. Exactly, yeah. I think Caleb's back. Caleb? No. my ass. No? I thought he was back. All right. All right. Well. No, please call me again. All right. (laughs) All right. Bye, Caleb. (laughs) So, I think that's all we have for tonight. Hey, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yes, Stay sir. safe at home. Enjoy the draft tomorrow hands. night. Enjoy yeah. some sports tomorrow, finally. NFL All right, draft. See you guys. Thank you. <laughs>